You know, we thank the Lord for His faithfulness. Amen? He is good. And now is the third week of January. Ambilis. Uh, in a couple of weeks' time, some of you will be very busy because Chinese New Year. Hindi ko na naman kayo makakita sa church. Kasi busy kayo. But you know, we thank God because the Lord has sustained us for these past weeks. And last week, we rejoice in the Lord for the wonderful reminder that uh, Pastor Ray have shared about prayer. He beautifully connected the need and the importance of clear understanding of who God is and how it will impact our prayer life. He taught us this. He said, our knowledge of God shapes our prayer. Thus, know God deeply, intently, and passionately. Deeply, intently, and passionately. There's a call for us to desire for more of God. Because if you want to grow deep in our prayer, we need to know His ways, His character. We need to spend time in knowing Him. So that we can trust Him and obey Him and trust His plans for our life. And today, we will continue on our series in the discipleship in prayer. And I really hope that you are journeying with us at the whole month prayer and fasting. Um, We started this month by having that posture of humility and brokenness before God. Kaya wala tayong masyadong event ng January. We want to take time to really set our heart and mind in tune with God. So hopefully you're joining in with us sa ating prayer journal. And I, I pray that it will not just ignite us to seek God, but as a church we become a house of prayer. Amen? You know, recently I was browsing Facebook and I saw a pastor friend of mine in the Philippines who posted this interesting post, posting. He says here, sabi dito, Real talk, kapag church outing, Nandun lahat. Pag prayer meeting, bilangin nyo. Ewan ko kung may pinapatama si pastor. Sa Pilipinas, hindi dito. Buti wala tayong prayer meeting masyado dito. Baka, baka ganyan din. Interesting posting. Real talk. Pag outing, pag may party, pag may gimmick, pag may jalan-jalan, nandun lahat. Pero pag may prayer meeting, yung prayer leader lang, saka yung assistant niya nandun. You know, this, this speaks the reality of churches today. And that there's great apathy in terms of prayer. Kung collectively we don't pray, then it speaks also about our prayer life. This does not apply just in prayer. It applies in our Bible reading, in our fellowship, in our care group, in our Bible study, in our giving, in our ministry, in our parenthood, in many ways. Pag flesh ang inuuna, uunahin. Pero pag Diyos, kung gusto ng blessing, go ahead. Pag, ay, pag ay, Lord, mukhang ayoko nang ano, gusto, ayoko nang lumalim pa. No, 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 no. Ayoko nang ganyan. We want to get more from God, but when the Lord calls us to surrender our life, to just go and walk in His way, we, we, we are very calculative. 
Hindi tayo calculative sa Diyos. Pero pag tayo ay inaas ng Panginoon, we are very calculative. Lord, tulog pa ako ng ano eh, ng 9.30 eh. Gigising ako ng 1pm. You see? You see, we all know the importance of prayers. We know the importance of reading His Word. We know the value of fellowship. We know that there's a call for us to grow in our walk with the Lord. Yet despite of the knowledge we possess, Despite of having the understanding of its value or, and importance, I must confess that there is a divorce between our knowing and our action. Our words and what we think does not translate in our practice. You know, I don't want to play guilt trip Kasi guilty rin ako. Or even elevate myself that I have achieved a perfection in spiritual walk. No. I'm standing here today because I have to come in confession of our lack and desire for the things of God. And we have to have that honest assessment of our spiritual state. We should look deep inside us. We desire discipleship. We desire to grow in maturity. We should address the issues inside us, not just the external practices, but what's happening within our heart. You know, our lack of concern of spiritual matters simply points of our lack of passion and longing for more of God, for our families, for our lives, and for our church. You know what C.S. Lewis said? He said, a man's spiritual health is exactly proportional to his love for God. Kung in love na in love ka sa isang tao, ibibigay mo lahat. Do you agree? Sabi ng iba, hindi, pastor, 50% lang. Huwag mong bibigay. Sabi isa, tama. You know, when you're in love, in tot- you come here, why? Because you love your children. You want to give the best opportunity for your children. Why do you work here? You want to give the best because you love them. When you love something, you go all the way. But if you don't love that thing or someone or that person, secondary ka lang. You know, I have read biographies in great men and women of God in Scripture, in church history. I noticed that they are not perfect people. They are not special people, but what made them different, what made them unique is this, because they are desperate for more of God in their life. They are like a drowning person gasping for air. They are like a hungry man wanting for food. They are like a thirsty person wanting for water. What they seek and what they pursue, what they are so desperate for is just one thing. To know more of Jesus. That's why we can read in Psalm 27 verse 4. This is the psalmist. He says, David says, One thing I ask, O Lord, that I seek after. That I might dwell in the house of the Lord all my days of my life. To gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and inquire in His temple. Today I've entitled this sermon. Renewed passion for God. And we'll be reading from Psalm 34. 
And as we read this, I'll be speaking to three groups of people. Some of us here are so passionate for God. Praise the Lord. Continue on. Some of us here are people who are struggling. We, we parang malamig, mainit. Pagpunta na church, ang init. Mag-Monday, lumamig ng konti. Wednesday, lumalamig pa. Pag Thursday, super lamig na. Some of us here might have lost that passion for God. We just go to the cruise of going church, doing all the things we want. But I pray today that the Lord will renew our passion for Him. And we'll be reading from Psalms 84. And invite all of us to stand. And you can follow along with me in Psalms 84, verse 1 until 12. Let's read together. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, it's faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sings for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home and the shallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young at your altar, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house, ever singing your praise, Selah. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are in the highways of Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of spring. The earth they rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob, Selah. Behold our shield, O God. Look on the face of your anointed. For the day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold for those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the one who trusts in you. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you that we can look into your word. I pray, O oh God, that we will encounter you in a fresh new way today as we look into your scripture. I pray for your Holy Spirit that will bring conviction in our heart, that you will renew our passion for you, and that you will renew our love for you, because we cannot, Lord, endure and live our life just as a status quo. I pray that you awaken us, remind us of your goodness, remind us of your love, remind us of your mercy and grace. And our response, O Lord, is to pursue you more and more. Salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you for this day you have. Holy Spirit, speak to us as we look into your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. You know, Psalms 84 is one, they normally call it one of the Zion song. And it's a song similar to the song that we have uh, learned a few weeks ago, yung Song of Ascent. And these songs are sung by God's people as they travel for a pilgrimage to Jerusalem. And the ultimate goal for their journey is to appear before God and worship Him in the temple. So habang naglalakbay sila, inaawit nila to. Kaya yung mga, song, yung mga songs, marami doon awit. And each time they would journey, they would sing the song. Alam mo yung parang nagmamarch na soldier? Oh, 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 oh. Ganun. So nagmamarch. Ito naman, kinaawit nila. Ewan ko kung isa o probably lahat. I, I'm not too sure. But they would sing and it would remind them their passion and calling. 
And very important why they would go to the temple. Because the temple in Jerusalem is one of the most important places for God's people. It represents the presence of God. And God commanded them in Exodus and a few more in Leviticus that there are times that they are called to be there in His presence. For example, in Exodus 23, 17, it says here, Three times in a year shall all your males appear before the Lord God. Kailangan nilang pumunta doon at magpuri. And even there's a verse, he says, When you come, you make sure you bring your offering. So it's crucial for them because the temple represents the presence of God and it's very important place. It's where God and His people would meet. Kaya inaawit nila to. Kaya they will journey from kung saan man sila nakatira, they will journey from that place, go to Jerusalem and to be at the temple. And as we read in our text, you notice how the son of Korah was expressing their longing, expressing their prayers and their desire. And we can di- divide this, three, this chapter into three categories, into three groups. The first few verses in verse 1 to 4, the psalmist was expressing his longing and desire. That they desire to be there in the temple. Not just not because of the structure, but because of the presence of God is there and they want to encounter Him. And in following verses, in verse 5 to 9, it described their journey and how they pray and how they found their strength. And then the last few verses, it declares their commitment, their conviction, and contentment in the Lord. You see, some of the people who journeyed there will not be able to stay in the temple. They have to go back. But deep inside their heart, as they would go back, their heart still longs to be with the Lord. Now, let's look closely in the first few verses and examine how these psalmists express their longing for God's presence. Basahin natin sa verse 1. They say, How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. Now, the dwelling place, I, I mention again, is not just the structure. It's the presence. God is there. That's why they want to be there. And it says here, My soul longs, yes, it faints for the, cor- for the course of the Lord. Longs. You know, I did as research in itong word na to, have many meaning. It means it desires, it yearns, it craves. Early this morning, I woke up around 6 plus. Gumising din si Levi. Sabi niya, Papa, I'm hungry. I'm hungry, I'm famished. Wow, So before I will come to church, I prepare the food and so on. You crave for something. Have you ever craved for something? You desire for it? One time I was so craving for Hokkien Mi. Pansarap ng Hokkien Mi. Pero hindi ako pwedeng kumain kasi panggaut yun. You crave for something. You want for something. Some people here crave of going back to Pilipinas because they miss their family. So here the psalmist is said, I crave to be, with the, to be with the Lord in His court, to be with God. Yearns and longs for. Not only that, he says here, my heart and my flesh sing for joy. Now, my heart and my flesh, 
My heart means in my flesh, when you put this together, like my lo- love the Lord with God, with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, it's not just individual. It means the whole of you love the Lord. The totality, the whole being would worship God. So hindi lang parte ng buhay ay nagpupuri sa Diyos. The whole being, pag sinabing my heart, the inner and my flesh, the expression, the thing that I do. You know, I realize that you can express it physically, you can sing it, but far away from your heart. Have you ever done? You know, Jesus was looking and speaking to the teachers of the law, and sabi niya doon, these people honor me with my lips, but their hearts is far away. Pwede pumunta sa simbahan, pero ang mind ay malayo. Pwede manood ng worship service. Pero naka-phone ka, naka sa Facebook ka. Nag-check ka ng friend, anong sabi ng friend mo sa Facebook. May guilty yata. You can just sit in the sofa and say, Praise the Lord! Pukpingan mo yung phone mo. Scroll na, yan. Nabuhay si Tam. You know, we can do all the expression thing, but our heart can be far away. But here the psalmist said, Lord, hindi lang expression ko, hindi lang yung pag-awit ko, but aking puso at isipan ay para sa iyo. Hindi lang pag maganda ang worship, ayan na naman ang worship team, out of tune. Ako nakakanta dyan. Yung praise dance, para, pareho ang pattern. Then you don't want, ayoko, doon na lang ako. You know, you, you, you. Iba. It's about the whole heart and the whole mind and body and strength. Sabi din nito, I would decide to be there. I crave for you. Not only I crave and desire for you, I come to you with my whole self. And he even, ex- in, in his even he example, the sparrow. Yung mga birds, sabi niya, buti pa ang sparrow. Able to dwell in the temple. Kaya sinabi niya sa verse 4, Blessed are those who dwell in your house, ever singing your praise. Some scholars said, parang naiinggit itong psalmist na to. Buti pa ang ibon nandoon. Ako, short lang, tas aalis na. No, the desire of son of Korah is not a one-time thing. It's expressed in many of the writing. And one of them is Psalms 42. And we know that. It says here, As the deer pants from flowing stream, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Hindi like a one-time thing. They wrote it a few times. And it's not only the sons of Korah. Yung writer nito, this psalmist would express, marami sa scripture have expressed the same desire. For example, Moses. Moses said, we will not go unless your presence is with us. And even Moses continued and he said, Lord, show me your glory. David, in his psalms, you see how he desires for more of God. In Psalms 27 verse 8, it says here, you said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek. And even Paul said, Indeed, I count everything as loss 
because of the surpassing word of knowing Jesus, my Lord. Now, as you review, as, as we look in this character, let us honestly ask ourselves, do we really have this desire? Ask ourselves. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo, yung nakamask dyan. May ganyan ka bang desire, kapatid? O iniisip mo yung McDonald's mamaya? Maybe some of us are struggling. Or maybe some of us have lost that passion for God. But you know what? This message is for us because God loves us and He wants to restore that passion once again. We just don't want to go to the church. Parang routine. We want more of the Lord. God wants to restore and revive and renew our passion. And the first thing we need to do is to be honest. To have that honest confession of our condition. And this leads me to the first point. Renewed godly passion requires honest confession. Honest confession. Na Lord, mukhang naglalamig ako. If we desire to grow in our prayer life, we have prepared the four, 30 days. It can just be routine. We can just read it. We can just, you can just pray the prayer points listed in those, those things. But yet, if it does not come from our heart of desiring for more of God, it will just be a book that was prepared by our prayer ministry. If we desire to develop a discipled life, one that would walk according to Christ's way. We will drag our feet kung ang puso natin ay malayo sa Diyos. If we desire to go deeper in our relationship with Jesus, then what we need to do, to do is this. Ask ourselves, how are we doing? How are we doing? We need to be real and authentic. Or else, if we neglect this, there's a danger that we will just go to 2022. We just go to this new year the same. Not growing in our intimacy with God, not maturing in our walk with the Lord. You see, to, to renew and to revive a godly passion, it requires for us to have an honest confession before God. We need to come to the Lord humbly. Lord, here's my heart. Show me what's the condition of my heart. Because, you know, it's only God who knows your heart and my heart. I can't see your heart. Wala kong power. Hindi ako si Superman. God sees your heart. God sees your mind. God knows what you're going through. In Jeremiah 17 verse, 17 verse 9, it said, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? And this is what the Lord said, I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deed. Who can understand our heart? It is God alone. Kaya pag nandyan ka, nakatingin ka lang sa akin, I pray that the Lord will convict your heart. Baka yung mind mo nasa woodlands na. 
I pray that the Lord would touch our heart. What God is calling us is to have honest confession. He said, Lord, lumamig na ako. Hindi na ako tutulad ng dati. I've been so equipped. I've, been, I've done a lot of things, yet my heart has been cold. I realized this. I thought I'd be a pastor. I'd be on fire all the time. I thought going to Bible school, I'd be on fire all the time. But I realized that my heart becoming colder and colder and colder. You know, the Word of God reveals the condition of man and even give us warning and reminders. For example, he says here in the last day, Sabi in the last day, Matthew 24, and because lawlessness will increase, the love of many will grow cold. It's a reminder that our heart can grow cold. And even in the book of Revelation, there's one church that God commented about. And this church is, I would say, perfect. He says here, I know your works, your toil, and your patient endurance. Ibig sabihin, hardworking ka. How you cannot bear with those who are evil. And you have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not and found them to be false. You are not only hardworking, you are also discerning. You are Berean, you can check kung mali in false teaching, you know. I know you are enduring patiently, bearing up my name's sake. And you have grown weary. In verse 4, he says here, But I have this against you. You have abandoned the love you have at first. It means you can be so busy doing a lot of things. You can be so religious, but yet you have abandoned your first love. Church, kamusta ang puso? Tumitibok pa ba? Tingnan mo nga sa tabi mo, tumitibok pa ba? Do we still long for more of God? Or we become complacent and contented at what we are now? I realize in my, my walk that there is no status quo. Either lumamig ka o uminit. Either lumamig ka o umiinit ka sa Panginoon. You know, I attended an AG pastor meeting the first week of this year. The first week of January. And mga AG pastor dito sa Singapore come together. And they laid down all the plans they have. Ang ganda ng plano ng, A, ng AG denomination. Sabi niya, what we're gonna do in 2033? Oh, at least may plano sila, 2033. Hindi, <laughs> long term. Anong plan niyo ng 2033? Buti sila, meron. <laughs> Sabi ng AG, in 2033, we will reach out. We will have more churches. We will have more soul. Sabi nung pastor, wow, excited. Sabi ko, 2033, ilang taon ako noon. 
2033, they have laid out everything. Okay, this year, ito gagawin natin. This year, ito gagawin natin. This year, ito gagawin. Planado. Sabi ko, wow! May propeta yata sa pastor nila, kaya alam nilang gagawin nila sa 2033. They, they plan well. You know, it's a gift. The Lord will give us that planning. It's a gift. 2033, But you know, at the end of that time of sharing, of planning, of what the, the, the AG churches would do, you know what? What the pastor said? But before we start of doing the work, doing the work, you know what we need? We need to repent. Why? These the prayer points we have. I know you can't see it. From prayerlessness, to prayerfulness, from priority of ministry to priority of God, we can be so busy with things that we are not prioritizing God from consumerism and convenience to cross-shaped conviction. When I was hearing this, I said, yes, we can be busy, but our heart can be very far away. And we come together as pastors and we pray, Lord, ang best ng simula ng project na ito is not just doing the work, but coming before God and say, Lord, we lay down our hearts to you. We lay down our minds to you. We want to put you first, not the other things. We want to put you first, not the ministry. We not want to put you first because ministry will just be outflow of who we are. It will be just outflow of what our love for you. You want to love your members? Go to God and love God and God will give you that grace and love to your members. That's how you do it. Going back to God. And the first thing the pastor said, repent. 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 Now we are journeying our time of prayer. I pray that the, the Lord will convict our heart na hindi tayo satisfied sa ngayon na nangyayari. But we want more, more of the Lord. See, they started the year. They have planned, but they started it with coming before the Lord. If we desire to renew a godly passion, it requires of us honest confession to come before the Lord and say, Lord, restore my love for you. Secondly, if we desire to have that renewed godly passion, we need to seek divine empowerment. In Psalms 84, verse 5, we read here, Blessed are those whose strength is in you and whose heart are in the highways of Zion. There is a direction. Whose heart ang puso ay papunta doon. Why? Because they want to worship God. And it says here, And they will go to the valley of Baca and they make it to the pool of spring and earthly rain will also cover it with pools. They will go from Strength to strength. In here we see the source of the strength. In the first verse it says, Blessed are those whose strength is in, not in me, but in the Lord. But look at how in his verses we can see the, the, the journey that they will go through. 
that the journey is not easy. It says here, they will go to the valley of Baka. Baka naman. Baka. Ano yung valley of Baka? Baka means weeping. Baka means tears. The word Baka, it represents the pilgrim's affliction. It represents the struggle that they will experience as they journey to Zion. As you go to the valley of Baca. And what did they do? He says, Lord, you, we pray to you. And then what God did? He provided spring and early rain and also to cover it in pools. You know, the valley of Baca, some scholars said the valley of Baca is a dry, in, a dry piece of land na dadaan ka at nakakapagod. But the only way that they will pass through that if there is water that they can drink. You see, water can never be produced by men. Kahit magdag ka. Ang tubig galing pa rin sa Panginoon. Who can control rain? still the Lord who controls rains. And here he said that that place will be made of spring and early rain will cover it with, with pools. As you walk to the valley of Baca, as you go to that struggle, as you go to that helplessness, as you go to the dryness, yet the Lord will provide the water to refresh you. Now, let's connect this to our lives today. You know, as we go through and realize that realize this, that our spiritual passion will be tested. Yung passion natin, yung love natin sa Panginoon, it will be tested. It can be in many ways. We might experience hardship. We may experience pain, conflicts, and brokenness. We may experience relational issue. Sometimes may kagalit ka, kagalit mo, care group leader mo. Ano, lumalago ka pa? Ano mo? Sometimes ganun, parang ang hira, parang pag nakita mo siya sa church, parang, oy, saan lalabas? Ay, social distancing. <laughs> Nako, nasa same zone siya, nasa zone blue, green. Laypat kaya ako doon. So there are things that will hinder us from growing. There are times that we experience temptation. There are times that we experience destruction. There are times that we will experience that we will fall into sin that will cause us to be spiritually dry. The valley of Baca. Maybe some of you, some of us, are in the valley of Baca because we've been complacent in our walk. We have lost our focus on the Lord. Our focus. I told you the reason why I was dry, taking the driving le- lesson. Nabumagsak ako. Hindi ako papasado. I'm proud of that. In his time. He makes it beautiful in his time. Amen. Praise God. Hindi pa ako pumasa. Yung one time nagtetest ako, sabi ko to Lord, Lord, Pumunta ako doon. Nandun yung traffic officer. Lord, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Sabi ko, papasan ako nito. Kasi inaawit ko, Jesus, take the wheel. 
bumagsak. <laughs> I realize, but in my real life, I'm still in control. I realize that the person who's still in control of my life, who's driving the car of my life, who is the one taking the wheel, is still me. There's a teaching moment that the Lord spoke to me in my heart. Kaya ka bumagsak kasi ikaw pa rin. Kahit aawitin mo yan, pero ikaw pa rin. Don't worry, next time dalawa nakakantahin ko. And how many times in our life is like that? We take charge. You know, we cannot do it by strength. Yes, we know our condition, but yet the Lord will provide that rain, that spring, so that you can drink and you can be repressed and continue on with your journey. i tell you a personal testimony. I noticed in my personal life when I was a younger Christian, I'm so excited in many things. I'm so excited by my youth camp. If there is a youth camp, I'm so excited. Woo! The first day, so empower, parang talaga, after the end of the youth camp, yes! Woo! The pag-uwi namin, i-evangelize ko ang lahat ng chompang na to, lahat ng issue. On fire! Then I would, sometime I, you know, we go in counter retreat. We would go there so on fire sa Lord. Woo! Woo! Tatayo ko doon, magte-testimony ako. Pastor, ako magte-testimony. Marami akong sasabihin. Really? On fire. Then we would go to conferences. I would go to conferences. I go to youth conferences. I go worship conferences. Lahat na conferences pupuntahan ko. And then I'm so on fire. Mapapapicture pa doon sa... Dumating si Don Moen. Ang dami nagpipicture. Ang haba ng linya. Sa asawa na lang niya. Ako nagpapicture. Di kasi... Pareho na rin yun. <laughs> Bakit? May picture ako, oh, tapakita ko sa inyo. I watched him say he thought about worship, he thought about songs, he thought about... So I'm so on fire to just worship lead. I'm so on fire. On that first day, kakatapos ng first day, I'm so on fire. The second day, nandun pa rin. After a week, pan lumalamig ako. I don't know if you, if you have experienced it. Yes, those conferences, those encounters, those camps are good. There's nothing wrong with it. But I realized in my life, I be, it become addiction. I would just go there to feel high. Then after that, I go home. After a few weeks, parang lumalamig, lumalamig, lumalamig. Now, nawala na itong mga to. This pandemic had taught us one thing. We have no camp encounter. We, we, we can't do it. We want to, but limited. You can't... Pag pray mo sister, sister, long short. Iyak ka, sige. Even yung ganito, kailangan mo pa mang... Dali lang, ha? Conferences. We attended the conferences a few days ago. And there's no altar call. Yung prayer time namin, tabi-tabi lang, by bro. Lord, I pray for Pastor Ray. Yung time of prayer. It brought me to realization. There's something thing that we can learn from this. Yes, we might not experience those we had before, but yet the Lord can still move. 
the Lord can still touch our heart. You know, the Bible says deep calls to deep. It's a spiritual thing. It's not just the form. It's not just the flesh. You know what Paul said to the Galatians? He said here, having begun by the Spirit, and now you're being perfected by your flesh. Now we have to come to the Lord. He said, Lord, in this journey, I know that you will empower us. You will fill us. We know that you will provide that rain. I know that you provide that refreshing touch. Yes, we will not be able to be, ga- ga- be, be gathering or big events, but Lord, you can still move because your Holy Spirit is not limited by space or the time that we have. It's not limited by event, but the Lord can move in a mighty way. He says the Bible says that He is a wind that blows everywhere and that we have to be ready. When the Lord moves, then the Lord touch He'll be there. He can touch you when you're watching online. But the question is, our heart ready? Our heart com- ready to prepare? Our journey in faith is not by the flesh, but the Word of God. The psalmist said, our journey, but I will go tired. But the Lord provided the rain and provided the spring so that I may go in journey by strength by strength. And I reach that destination strength by strength. Why? Because it's about God working. And we need to seek the divine help. You know what? Pastor Adrian Roger is one of the Southern Baptist pastors who passed a few years ago. He says here in his prayer, God, I'm tired of being inhibited by my weakness and inadequacy. I want to be inhabited by your might. In your power. I don't want to go up and down lang. Pag Sunday on fire, pag Monday, nag-away ka ng amo mo, parang wala ka na sa mood. Monday on fire ka, nakaaway mo yung misis mo o husband mo, hindi mo tinapin yung rubbish, wala ka sa mood. We just have to come and say, Holy Spirit, fill us. Holy Spirit, change us. Jesus promised for the Holy Spirit to work and empower us, to dwell with us and empower us, to help us. Paul saying there, yes, you began by the Spirit. You're now being perfected by the flesh. Let's go back and say, Lord, Yes, mahirap man ang aming lalakbayin. But we know that you will give us that rain, that spring of water to refresh us. And Jesus invited us to drink from that living water. We know our condition, that our love at times grow cold, but we have the divine help that the Lord will help us and lastly, we can see an evidence of a one who have a renewed passion for God. A renewed godly passion manifests a sanctified desire. We read that in verse 10 to 11, Savidito, For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. And here, you see, those people who would gather to the temple, 
Some of them, many of them will return back home. But this is in their heart desire. I'd rather be in your courts, Lord, than anything else anywhere in this place. I'd rather be in your presence, Lord, rather than anything. See, he's giving a comparison. But he knows his value. The sons of Korah, when they wrote this, they know what is most important to them. What is valuable to them. He says here, I'd rather be a doorkeeper. Alumban doorkeeper is guard. Security guard ng temple. Than a person who dwell in tents. A person who dwell in tents are big shot. Mga mayayaman. They are the people who would, you know, mga pag nanonood kayo ng mga Arabic, nandun sila. They enjoy the world, the blessing of the things. Ang sabi ng psalmist na to, Be with you, Lord. Kaysa sa labas. I'd rather be a doorkeeper, security guard, pero nandun ako sa presensya niyo. Kaysa doon sa mundo na nagdandun sa luxuries of the world. See, he's giving a comparison, but yet as he gives the comparison, he knows what is important and valuable to him. He chooses to be in the presence of God. He chooses to be in the Lord. And one way that we can really see that we are really changing and being transformed and being renewed in our passion for God is the choices we make in life. Are we choosing the things of the world or the things of God? And the psalmist here, he chooses what is most valuable, God and His presence. You know, there will be moments in our life that the world seems more fun. Ewan ko kung na-experience niyan. Parang mas masaya pa ang mundo kaysa nasa church. Hindi niyo na-experience yon. Ang babait niyo naman. Hindi <laughs> ba yung nanonood dyan? There are moments that the world will entice us and draw us to, away from God. There are moments that people even judge us as we put our focus on the Lord. Sasabihin sa atin eh, alam mo, sister, mag-part-time ka na lang ng Sunday. Oo! Huwag ka na mag-church. Church, church, church ka dyan. Huwag na. Mas masaya pa. Hmm. Mas enjoy pa. Mas marami kang kaching. Gaganyan ka na. Huwag ka na mag-church. Pag-over. Sige, go. Mag- I'm not saying it's wrong, ha? Kung tama at sinusunod niyo ang law ng, ng government. But pag-start of Sunday, yun na lang ang nasa isip mo. And something is wrong with that. 
Kaya dito, if you read in the verses later, trust in the Lord. And He will not, He said here, no good things as we did hold to those who walk uprightly. Blessed are those who trust in God. Magsasabi sa'yo, sister, saan punta? Mag-church ako. Wag na! Punta tayo sa yung marasa, masarap ang hangin, yung pwede tayo mag-tiktok. Yun. Tuturuan kita ng bagong moves. Oo, may, ba, na, may natutunan akong bagong moves. Halika. Huwag ka na mag-church. Wala naman fan dyan eh. Hindi naman kayong lalago. Hindi kaya yaman dyan, sabihin ko sa'yo. Diyan kaya wala naman fan dyan. Huwag ka na. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord ka pa. Sister, kailan day off mo? Next week. Saan punta? Magsuserve ako sa church. Huwag ka na mag-serve. Una. May COVID, magsuserve ka pa. Mag-online ka na. Ang taas ng case, magsuserve ka pa. Oo, sagutin mo na yung telephone na yan. <laughs> sige, sige. Huwag ka na makinig. Sagutin mo na lang yung telephone na yan. <laughs> sige. Ngayon nandyan sa online, hindi nyo gets yung joke. <laughs> sige kapatid, huwag ka na mag-church. Dali mo mga anak mo, mag-party kayo, mag-jalan-jalan kayo. Kasi family day naman eh. You know what we're teaching to our children? To put our own need first rather than putting God first. There's a lot of things. There's many scenarios that we really, which one we will choose? Would you choose to be with God? Or will you choose with the things of the world? Will you choose to prioritize Him or the things of the flesh? Would you put Him first in your life? Or you just put Him in the secondary of our lives? I learned something that this few weeks ago, Pastor Dominic, the AG, said that there's a difference between priority and foundation. Priority change, but foundation don't change. The building, there is a foundation na hindi mo pwedeng gibain. But there are walls that you can remove. Now, which one is God to you? Is God to you a foundation or just merely isang haligi na pwede mong tanggalin? There's a change. The priority. And being reminded that a renewed godly passion manifests a sanctified desire, may evidence, nagbabago ang puso, unahin mo ang Panginoon, hindi mga bagay-bagay ng mundo. You know, he says here, A.W. Tozer, he wrote this. He says here, the man who has God for his treasure has all things in one. Many ordinary treasure may be denied him. Of it's allowed to have them, the enjoyment of them will be tempered, that they will not necessarily be to his happiness. Or it may not be seen them go one by one. He will scarcely feel the sense of loss for having the source of thing he has 
in one all satisfaction, all pleasure, all delight. Whatever he may lose, he has actually lost nothing. For he now has it all in one. And he has it purely, legitimately, and forever. The man who has God as his treasure has all things in one. Parang hirap e understand si Tozer, but ganyan siya mag-English. Ilang beses ko, gets nyo agad? Hindi nyo gets, no? Ilang beses ko binasa. There are mga bagay sa mundo na hindi tayo bibigyan. We might not get it. Okay lang. Pero kung binigay sa'yo ng Diyos, temporary lang naman satisfaction. Ngayon, there are things that God would give us. Pag ito'y nawala, okay lang. Kasi I still have the best thing, the Lord in my life. Because the real treasure and delight is knowing that we have Jesus in our life. As we start this new year, let's renew our passion for the Lord. And it requires an honest confession. He said, Lord, mukhang iba na ang ko. And also, at the same time, it's not by our strength that we can continue that passion. It's by the help of God, through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit and through His Word. And the evidence is this, it changes us. Nagbabago ang priorities natin, nagbabago ang direction natin. What we will pursue is the things of God and not of the world. Let me end this with a question. Kilala nyo ba si Sons of Korah? Hindi nyo kapitbahay yan. <laughs> Kilala nyo siya? Nagtanong kayo bakit ganun ang writing niya? Bakit parang mahal na mahal niya ang Diyos? Why is he longing for God? Why, why is he doing this? If you trace their history, sons of Korah are anointed by God to be doorkeepers and musicians sa temple. They would sing. Mga worship leader, tsaka mga guards in temple. But in the later part, as they would journey, you know nangyari? Kinalaban nila si Moses and Aaron. Kinalaban nila. Sabi na, sino kayo na kayo ang pa-bossing-bossing dito? Basahin nyo sa Numbers. They challenged Moses and Aaron. Nagrebellion. Bakasi ang galing kumanta. They rebel against Moses and Aaron and against God. And what did God do? Sabi ni Moses, okay, let's appear before God and let's see who's real. And if you read on in this part of the story, ang ginawa ng Panginoon is to punish those who who rebel against them against God ang ginawa ng panginoon 
binukayong land at may mga nahulog. May mga tribe na nawala, pero itong sons of Korah, he says there, in Numbers 26, in verse 10, he says, The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up together with Korah when that company died. When the fire, not open, ha? When open na nga yung lupa, may fire pa. Sabi ko sa katatakbo niyan. And the, and the day became a warning. But verse 11, But the sons of Korah did not die. You know, sons of Korah are imperfect servant of God. But they have experienced the mercy, the forgiveness, and the love of God and have given them a second chance. They deserve to suffer. They deserve to be punished. Yet the Lord did not take away their calling, their ministry. The Lord spared their life. I believe this, that their motivation and desire for more of God is motivated with one thing. They have understood the forgiveness and mercy and the love of God. Kaya gusto nila mag-respond sa Panginoon. Lord, more of you. More of you. And there is a story about a woman in the New Testament. She came to Jesus, broke the alabaster jar, and washed the feet. At may nag-complain, may nagsabi, but ganyan. But you know what Jesus said? Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who has forgiven little, loves little, and said to her, your sins are forgiven. Your understanding of God's mercy and God's love upon your life will reflect on how you desire for more of God. It will reflect your passion in seeking Him. And we need to return and remembering what He has done. Because we all are here are not deserving Him. But yet the Lord has chosen you and called each one of us children and daughters. We didn't deserve it. And I'll respond to that calling, that restoration, and said, Lord, because you first love us, we will love you back. I pray that God will awaken us and revive us and renew our passion for him once again. Let us pray. Lord, you see our hearts. You see our thoughts. You see what's happening in our, within us. You see those who are growing cold, whose love has gone cold. But those words are just a reminder and warning for us to take heed. And you are calling us to you. You're calling us to watch out. I pray, Lord, that we will have an honest conversation with you. 
may it be here in church, even Lord, when we go, we'll be going back home sa mga bahay namin. Lord, steer our hearts. Remind us if we have fallen short. Remind us, Lord, if I have fallen out of love. Remind us of your goodness. Remind us of your mercy so that we may return to you and restore that love. I pray, O oh God, that you would empower us with your spirit because we cannot walk and endure and face tomorrow and this new year by our own strength. But this is your work in us. So Holy Spirit, we ask that you baptize us. That you fill us. Empower us. And as you change us and transform us, give us, Lord, a renewed passion. And it may manifest in the choices that we make that we will put you first. Because you are our treasure and our joy. Salamat, Panginoon. Speak to us today. Hallelujah. Let's all stand as the worship lead will lead us in a time of worship. May this message remind us that He is our treasure. That He is more precious than silver and gold. Hallelujah.
I'm going to pray for you. Lord, nakita niyo ang mga puso namin dito. 
Some of us, Lord, have gone cold. The pandemic may have affected it. But we know, Lord, your spirit can awaken our hearts and our love for you. You see the hearts. You see the hands of my sisters and brothers who have lifted and said, Lord, Lord, I pray that they will encounter you in a fresh new way this coming new year. Lord, they will encounter you when they read your Bible, when they take time to seek you. Lord, we thank you for your promises. You said in your word that who will seek you with all their heart, they will find you. And we hold on that promises. Lord, you see the hearts, you see the mind, and even those joining us online, if we have been complacent and contented with our spiritual growth and satisfied, Lord, I pray that you burn in our hearts a desire to grow more, to go deeper in knowing you, Jesus. And Lord, I pray that this church, the Living Word Fellowship, will be a bride that's excited for your return. Remove any appetite for the world. Remove any appetite of the world. Remove anything that would hinder us from going deep to you. And revive us and renew us for that passion that we once have. Jesus, you are more precious for all the things we have. You are our treasure, our joy, and our reward. Hallelujah. Lord, you are more precious than silver. Come, my little children, 
for I am your father. Come and be refreshed. For I am your living water. Come my ship. Wherever you are. For I am your good shepherd. Return to me. And I'll restore your love that was lost. Thank you for your word. And remind the Lord that we can return to you. And it's you that will refresh us. And restore our love for you. Let's just raise our hands and receive the benediction. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap. Hallelujah. Lord we thank you for this day that we can Everybody say amen, amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. May you may be seated, Paul. We need to um, thank you for those who join us online. Salawat po for coming. Hopefully, you can join us here in Chicano Hall and uh, join us in our online prayer and also next week's our worship service. God bless, Paul.